and just a quick roundup. So developers.soundcloud.com is if you have if you know anybody who's interested in developing on SoundCloud, then that's definitely where you want to point them. And um, I won't be around this weekend, but we will have a few developers from SoundCloud. So if you're working with anybody on a project, then uh, definitely look for somebody who's wearing one of these T-shirts. They'll be able to help out. Um, but if you do have any questions for me, I'm Paul Osman at Twitter and Paul at SoundCloud.com. Thank you. Um, Paul, uh, you mentioned the, the API, so um, maybe some people are not familiar with APIs. Mm -hmm. So what does API mean to SoundCloud? How important is it in your business case or for your business case at SoundCloud? Mm -hmm. So API stands for Application Programming Interface. So what that is, in a, at a very high level, is an API is a way for anybody who writes software to write software that works with your system. So if you have any kind of web application or service, Uh, an API is a way for programmers to access you know, whatever content is in that service or contribute content to that service. It's a way for programs to talk to programs, basically. So from SoundCloud's perspective, our API is an essential part of our business platform. Uh, one of the big value propositions of having content on SoundCloud is then that people can build whatever experiences they want, uh, and we provide all of the sort of plumbing and the infrastructure for them to do that. So uh, once an audio file is on SoundCloud, they can use the API to retrieve audio, or actually SoundCloud is a service that um, uh, caters quite a lot to creators as well. So people can build applications that, let's say, you know, allow you to record something if you're out doing an interview or whatnot, immediately have it uploaded and available over an API. Okay, would you suggest that uh, radio stations should also have APIs? Absolutely. I think anybody who has content and who's interested in having that content exposed in new ways or used in new ways should have an API. Doesn't it do harm to my systems? Um, in what way are you concerned? Uh, maybe if a lot of people are using my content and, and showing up for, for their name. Mm -hmm. So that's a concern that some people raise from time to time. Um, what you find, or at least what I've found with different companies that have APIs, is that uh, the, type, or the amount of people who abuse content is quite low in, in comparison to the amount of people who use it to expose your content to a whole new group of audiences. So if it's really uh, sensitive material, then obviously you don't want to expose it publicly anyway. Uh, if it's stuff that um, you know, people just want to use and you'll gain, you'll gain benefits from having more exposure and having it exposed to different audiences, then that can be really valuable to have over an API. Um, one thing that people do encounter, and uh, you know, we've hit this point now where we're at this size, is once you have a certain amount of traffic to the API, you'll want to have sort of a terms of service that people will have to agree to in order to use it. Now, that means that if you do want to go after somebody who's misusing your content, let's say, like, let's say they're representing it as their own, it does mean that you have to actually do go after them, but you at least have a legal document behind you to say that you know, when you signed up to use this API, you agree to these terms of services, and you're now in violation of these terms of services. So it's not something free like an RSS feed or an XML feed, it's, it's That's right. a sign-up. Exactly, so yeah. it's controllable. Exactly. Okay, maybe you could, or you could not, I don't know, mm -hmm. tell what's on the roadmap for, for SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. um, so one of the most exciting things that we did recently was in November we launched um, uh, SoundCloud.next, so that was what we were calling it at the time, now it's just SoundCloud. What this was, was um, so it used to be when you logged into SoundCloud you saw the original user interface that we'd written in 2008 or so, and uh, it had been refreshed a few times, but nothing major. So we decided to do a complete overhaul of the user experience, and there were a few features that were driving us to do this, uh, mostly things like continuous listening, so as you're navigating around the site, whatever you're listening to will still be playing back to you. 
Um, in November, what we released in beta, and then I think we launched it publicly in May, was a complete rewrite that actually uses our API. So before, our API was just this sort of thing that was tacked onto the side. You had the SoundCloud system, and then you had the API over here. Now what we have is a browser application that actually uses the API to, um, uh, to manipulate information in SoundCloud. So when you upload a track, that's actually using the API. What this has meant is, uh, obviously, there's been a few, anytime there's new features added to SoundCloud, we have to think about how to um, expose those over our API. So one of the first things we did was massively improving our search. So before, you could just search for a string, and it would return content of any kind. Um, now you can search for people specifically, you can search for tracks specifically, et cetera, all over the API. And that's all just general improvements that have happened because in order to do product development, we've had to do API development. And that's actually a trend I'm noticing a lot more with a lot of online services, is in order to kind of fully leverage the work that you're doing on an API, you can build your own website or you build your own mobile applications, for instance, on your API. Um, so some of the roadmap stuff that we have coming up, uh, it's hard to commit to at this point, but you could see, I could say that we're going to have a lot more um, control over how, you know, the specific stuff that you get out of the API. So if you're looking for a specific uh, sound, we'll have ways of being able to do that. Or if you're looking to filter by, say, rate, uh, audio content that's not music, we're going to have that, uh, that functionality probably opened up. Okay, Paul, thank you. Any questions from the audience? No questions. Everything's clear. <laughs> so, um, I have a last question. Mm -hmm. It's a bit more a legal thing, but maybe you could mm -hmm. answer it. Um, you've given the API out to developers, and you have been to a lot of hectares. Mm -hmm. um, maybe uh, some parts of the hectare become part of your product, mm -hmm. or have been part of your, have became part of your product. Mm -hmm. um, how do you handle these things? So, if radio stations are now thinking about opening APIs, mm -hmm. it would be one step and then uh, finding people who are doing really nice things mm -hmm. and they like to, especially commercial stations, use it. Mm -hmm. um, how do you handle these things? So that's a really interesting case and I get asked that a lot. Um, we've never actually taken directly an idea that we saw at a hack day and then incorporated it into the product. What we've done instead actually, um, a big concern for technology companies is hiring. Uh, it's one of the hardest things to do is, you know, if you're lucky enough to be growing, then finding really good people is really difficult. So what we've done is if somebody builds something that we think is really impressive at a hack day, uh, we'll often try to hire them. And that's the way that their work ends up getting into the product. So it's actually another great way to get people interested in your product and therefore are in, interested in your service and your product and therefore be able to, if you're looking for a tech lead, if you're looking for something else, even just having an API and having people you know, be able to build stuff allows you to see who, who are interested in your, um, in your company, in your product, and allows um, you know, them to see that you're doing some pretty cool stuff. So we've, we've found a lot of success there in that respect. Okay. Paul, you'll be around here for tomorrow also? Um, I'll be around a little bit tomorrow, and I'll be around for a bit tonight. Okay, mm -hmm. thanks for being here. Paul Osner. <laughs>